0: Welcome to our final segment of this afternoon's extended program. Uh, been somewhat of a rough ride due to some difficulties, but um, this is the fifth segment. It's the 25th of July, 2021. It is now 2.25 in the studio. I'm your host, Kieran Murdoch. Observer understands that education officials are again considering engaging different sectors on the question of possibly extending the school day, perhaps even to 4 p.m. At the moment, school classes uh, end at 1.30 for public schools. Um, It is not the first time that the idea of extending the school day has been discussed. In 2009, for example, there was a comparative study conducted uh, by ministry officials to determine the advantages and disadvantages of a lengthened school day. Uh, Parents, administrators, students and teachers were cross-examined and uh, a document summarized that uh, parents would benefit mostly from uh, knowing that their children would be supervised for longer hours. Uh, later on, of course, back in 2017, for example, uh, the idea stalled uh, due to a lack of human and financial resources to make it happen. Uh, it was said then that the focus would be on including extracurricular activities and, and not so much more classes. Uh, the director of education, Claire Brown, at the time in 2017 said that uh, it was important that teachers ought not become uh, glorified babysitters, end quote. Um, one of the most important issues in the discussion about extending the school day um, is, the, is teachers, and the conditions of their employment, no doubt they would need to be paid more. And the government tends to run when any union speaks about pay increases. Uh, so there are various many things to consider. Uh, and uh, joining us on this panel this afternoon to discuss uh, the question of what effect would a longer school they have, who would it benefit, and, and why is it stalled in the past, uh, we are joined by Mr. Foster Roberts, uh, principal of the Otto's Comprehensive School. Uh, good afternoon to you, Mr. Foster Roberts. Um, good afternoon to
1: you, Mr. Mara. Good afternoon to you, listener.
0: Uh, We're happy to have you and we're also joined by Mr. Gishon Powell, uh, President of the National Youth Council and he will uh, let me know if I pronounced his first name correctly Uh, but he is President of the National Youth Council, also an entrepreneur Uh, Good afternoon to you Mr. Powell
2: Good afternoon Mr. Murdoch, yes you did, Uh, my name is pronounced Gishon Powell and yes I am the President of the National Youth Council and it is always an honour for me to basically represent the nation's youth any platform that I get to basically give voice to, cut to the nation's youth um, issues, I am always honoured to be.
0: And we're happy to have you on this on this panel. Uh, we might be joined later by a third panelist, but um, I'll see how that pans out. Um, in the meantime, uh, Mr. Foster Roberts, uh, I'm curious as for your your feelings on the idea of an extended school day uh, is that something that you you feel that you might mostly support uh that you might not um, what, what are your initial thoughts and feelings on the issue
1: um well let me say thank you very much uh, mr murdoch for um inviting me to be a part of this discussion um certainly i when the idea of the extension of school hours came about um well, the previous administration, probably even before them, that um, I was never really opposed as an individual to the length, you know the school day. However, um, there is a body of professionals that represent the, the views of teachers, the antique and of teachers. And so anything that has to do with our terms and conditions of work, um, one would expect that some sort of a discussion consultation um, is done with the general body of teachers and also with the 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 mem the organization that represents um teach. so once the nbut um members would have come to an understanding as to what how their terms and conditions of work will be affected and what um remedies that are meted out to 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 deal with some of the shortfalls that um once there is an understanding between both parties meaning that the anbut and and the government then obviously as as a member of anbu i i certainly would not have um any opposition but the terms and conditions must be discussed must part of the the discussion for teachers um, before we can actually um, say say yes. I really don't know what it is that are proposing, that that is the the, the ministry or the the government is proposing um, with the extension of school days. Um, We would not really and truly as, as a country be the first because there are many other territories in the region that are having the school hours from 8 to 4 o'clock in, in some instances, just the, our neighbors in St. Kitts, that they go until 4 to 40, as a matter of fact, to be more exact, every day. So um, it will not be anything new, but it is how we are going to be utilizing those extra hours um, after 1.30, which, which we go up until the present time. So how are we going to utilize those extra hours with the students and the teachers on the campuses the various campuses across the country that will be of importance to me mm.
0: uh, and uh, I'll let our listeners know we are joined uh, on the panel by Miss Joshua Ned Francis uh, she is a teacher here in Antigua and Barbuda uh, good afternoon to you Miss Joshua Ned Francis and we're happy to have you on the panel
3: good afternoon to everyone and I'm definitely excited about today's discussion
0: well i i wonder if i could um uh, put uh, uh, the next question to you um, and that is to get your impression um, the extension of the the school day um, and of course i i will say again that this is a, a story that uh, observer was able to get from sources uh, within the ministry that did indicate that um, it is something preliminary it's a discussion that's being had about engaging various stakeholders on the matter further uh, not so much that there is a, a concrete plan that's you know about to go into action um, but uh, just to discuss the idea what is your take on extending the school day? We just heard from Mr. Foster Roberts um, speaking to the issue of uh, engaging with the teachers union, for example. Um, and of course, that being an absolute necessity in any plan going forward. Um, but uh, what's your initial feeling about an extended school day, Miss Francis?
3: It's definitely going to be a change because we are so accustomed to working from 8 to one thirty. but I can definitely agree with Mr. Foster-Roberts with regards to if the extend school day, what are we going to do with the extra time? There must be lots of discussions and planning that goes into something that's so massive because... A lot of teachers, they have additional jobs, one, so that's one factor that will be affected. I can speak from personal experience. I had a second job, which I clocked in from four, so extending the school, it would affect people like myself and there are many other people in the sector who will be affected in that way. People who have who pick up their teachers, who pick up their children from daycare that will be affected we will have the extracurricular activities sporting events used to happen at 2 30 and 3 so that goes into consideration and there is also going to be i don't know if it's in the mr roberts can probably let me know if it's in the act that we should work from regular workers work from eight to four what happens with people's pay because you're now expecting more Again, all of the stakeholders will have to definitely get involved in such major life-changing decision for teachers, parents, and the wider community. Mm -hmm. A lot of planning and a lot of thought will go into it. But I can see with the pandemic the need for us to reach children, especially those in the higher forms. Fourth and fifth farmers who are going to write this exam, they missed some time in third farm. They missed some time in fourth farm. So I see extending the school day would really be beneficial to them.
0: Uh, Let me ask. But
3: again, it it cannot just be going to do it there's a lot of thought and planning that must go into it
0: mm-hmm. let me ask uh, mr powell mr powell uh, oftentimes when parents um uh, hear that uh, you know the school day may be extended uh there, i mean there are many who are who are glad to hear that uh, or glad to to discuss that idea because it means that um, they they sort of can synchronize when they end work with when they uh, uh, collect or, or or then take back over responsibility for their children, um, but what is your view on the idea of extending the school day and, and how it will impact uh, different persons differently?
2: Okay, so first, first of all, let me give the view of the youth. Right, the general consensus of the right now is that they do not want the time to be extended. Right. So young people, we don't want the time to be extended. Extend. But if I'm going to speak, if I'm going to have a discussion, a full discussion about the nation's interests and the development of young people, um, I must speak in my own persona. So from me personally, I believe, I outboundly believe that we should increase the time, right? Especially right now, like what Francis was saying, especially for the older students, they need that extra time to catch back. A whole entire year has gone and they have fell behind. I think, um, I might not have the statistics right now, but we know for a fact across the region and across the world that youth have the educational sector has dropped back drastically, right? Um, so we need, we need to pick up that pace right but as mr foster was saying we need consultation right we need consultation with the youth with the parents the teachers everyone needs to come together we all need to discuss this this is a serious issue a serious matter that we need to take um seriously especially right now Right, um so that is my view right now as it pertains to should the time be extended i personally feel time should be extended the youth think that they don't want the time to be extended, but we know we can't leave it up to the youth to decide what happens.
0: Uh, And coming back to Mr. Foster Roberts, um, there's always, of course, a discussion about uh, whether or not you could utilize uh, the time for uh, further classes uh, or for extracurricular activities, sports, uh, inviting different groups into the school to, to, to work in a coordinated fashion. Um, and we are discussing in the context of the effect that COVID-19 has had on education, um, perhaps a, a, a sort of a deficit in terms of the time that uh, students have had in, in terms of learning over the past few months. Uh, do you think that uh, if... In the idea of extending the school day, what is the mix in terms of classes, extracurricular? What do you think? I mean, some some would say, you know, leave the classes alone and let's just devote that time to to other activities. Others may say, well, you know, let us use some of that time even for for further classes. But what what do you think, Mister Foster Roberts?
1: Well, you know, there there,
2: hmm.
1: there are lots of schools of thought, eh? But I I think that we should be guided by by the science. We should be guided by some sort of research. You don't just get up and say you're gonna extend the day the school day just because you have the authority to do so. That you're gonna extend it because you have done conducted enough research and it will suggest that okay, the students in Antigua and Baby they not get enough time um to 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 cover the, the curriculum. If that is the case, then let us know. But we can't just get up and say, Okay, we're going to extend the school day because um somebody thinks that we should. It has to be guided by science. Um, secondly, um, when when the whole idea of, of this of um, extension came about, um, for me, one of the things why I, I would have said I had no objection to it was for the fact that the, the extracurricular activities in our schools um, get very little attention. Yeah, and um, you know, research would have shown that where you have a good combination of of, of sports and and uh, academics that once you have a good blend, that it really redounds to the benefit of the child. So, if it is that we say that we we want to extend the, the school day to allow those activities to take place, competitions and so forth um, to take place, and and the more organised uh, um, training to be done for for these children, then let the research so indicate. But not just to come and say we're going to extend the day i'm not just um, i'm not um going to um support it just because you somebody said that they should let the science guide us in deciding the way that should go also i heard uh, uh miss francis spoke about um the whole issue of extending the time will probably allow for for greater um for, 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 for students to probably complete more of the school work. But one of the things, one of the realities of life in school, eh, is that the majority of time that the child spends is at home. And so, if the home is not helping the process, it doesn't matter how long you extend the day in schools, because some portion of the school work must be done at home. If that is not being done, no matter how long you put the school day, it's still going to have the same effect that it is having now. Our parents need to play a greater role, a greater greater responsibility in our children's education. So if we say that we are going to extend the school day, because the research have indicated that we need at least another hour of um, academic instruction, then when the child comes home with extra homework, Because obviously, the child comes home after 4 o'clock, they're going to still have homework. And so that means that they're going to be up later or should be up later in the evenings completing these homework for the next day. Will the parents be supporting the school? All of these things come into play. It it, it, it can be that people just get up and say, we're going to extend the school day without every single um, facet in the education process, the school, the home, the child is the role that they ought to play in ensuring that the, the child is the beneficiary at the end of the day for the extended hours.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mr. Joshua Ned Francis, uh, to okay. the issue of. Okay, how. Uh, c-
2: c- can I just interject to sure, just to sure. a bit on what sure. Mr. Foster was saying? Sure, sure. Yeah, okay, so I posted this question to a group of young people and. One of the things came out of that discussion was that if the time is gonna be extended, they generally do not want to see any homework, right? They think, and this is coming from a youth perspective, they think that the added time at school should be done, um, should, should incorporate homework and all that sorts of things. Right, Because many times we get homework, or they get homework, and they're up late. When they finish from school, they're up late past midnight, 1 o'clock, working on projects, working on all sorts of homeworks, and they have to wake up early, go to school, didn't get enough rest, and they're just fed up with school. Because it's too much homework, a lot of subjects, um, enough time is covered. During the day, right, and then you're, you're you're given a lot of homework, and you know your you're sleep deprived. You go to school, and you're just depressed because you didn't get enough sleep, and you know that can you know lead to a lot of a lot more mental health issues, you know, as it pertains to like depression, a lot of stuff. So, so it's it's not about you know um, more homework for them from a youth per- perspective, you know, um, if the the time is going to be longer. For them they they're thinking that you know no more homework let's fo- let's work on that homework during mm-hmm. the extended time so this is just me giving you a youthful perspective mm-hmm. on what mr foster was saying
0: okay no problem let me let me let me I, i'll get uh, miss joshua and francis's take on that uh in terms of maximizing and uh, we've spoken about um the the interest of teachers in of course uh, being fully engaged before any decision is made um but when we look at children Um, if we look at the idea of extending the school day and how we could maximize uh, what is gotten out of that for the children, and we talk about whether you use time for more classes, whether you use time for extracurricular activity, uh, and we're now introducing the issue of um, how students navigate homework. Uh, What are your views, Ms. Joshua and Francis, on those issues?
3: I am going to agree with Foster on this one here. No matter how long the school day goes, homework is still going to be given to students just because again students will spend majority of their time at home and from someone who's been both a teacher and a student they're just things that you have to go home and practice there was this math teacher that i met and i live with his words his message to the fifth form students a year was math is not passed inside of the exam room it is passed outside of the exam You have to go home and go over the material in which we went through as a group. You have to go home and practice additional questions. And it's the same with any subject. Students are going, yes, they're going to have a longer school day, but they are going to have to go home and practice the content. Because while a teacher is going to explain and do PowerPoint presentations and do a lot of the fancy stuff they are going to have to go home with homework and the homework is for them to practice and it's for the teacher to use that as a guide as to do i need to go over the material did majority of the students really understand is there maybe a piece of the information that they didn't really understand so students again parents will they must play a very important role in the development of their children. So no matter the time of the school day, students are going to have to go home and do homework. And But this generation, sad, some of the individuals, the parents, they don't put enough time, and the students, they are lazy. They do not want to put in the work because too many students, although, and again, we can talk, although the school day ends at 1 30 they still don't do any homework they don't go home and do anything and it's they're about, gonna use the excuse of an extended school day as to why they didn't do homework but they don't do homework now it's a matter may i
0: sure sure
3: okay um yeah all of that
1: is is good but you see the extra hours that have been proposed it has to be guided by science. When the science is going to tell us, look, we are supposed to use these extra two hours in the day. And so teachers and students will work on homework. Or teachers and, and students and coaches will work on extracurricular activities while those students who who lag behind during the day who probably didn't understand the concept that they will have to stay in the classroom and so that they will get the extra hour or hour and a half with the teacher, whatever it is, but it has to be guided by the science, but there's no getting away from it. I tell my students at school every day, schoolwork equals homework plus classwork. So if you're not doing homework, you're not, do, and you're just only doing the classwork, you're not doing any schoolwork. We can't get away from homework with children and schools. Homework is a part of schoolwork. We just can't get away from it. Maybe the, the, the amount of work that they come home with may not be as as, 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 in, as intense because they would have spent some extra time at school. If that is what the model is, is is suggesting. But if the model doesn't suggest that, and the model suggests that, okay, we should give that extra two hours to do more academic work, include longer, have longer class time and so forth with our children, then that is what the model is suggesting. That is what the science is suggesting. So then and therefore they will still have to come home with homework. And this thing about setting up late to do school work. When they leave high school, they're going to college and they're going to have to sit down and do the same work. So, whether they finish at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, if you're really serious about education, this is what you have to do, you have to put in the work. And let me also suggest that extending the school hours will also have implications for the amount of breaks that you get in the school day. Presently, um, in in our na- neighbouring country in Sengets, that they have morning break, which is about fifteen minutes. They have one hour for lunch, and they have a fifteen minute break again in the afternoon, and forty. Will that be a model that we will be adopting based on the science? I don't know, but you have to also put in the break for the children, the break for the kids, because. You say extending the day, it doesn't mean that the teachers is also going to go and go like, like if they're robots because we're human beings, and we get tired and burn out. And so therefore you have to make sure that adequate amount of break is there for the child. And Adequ- adequate amount of break is there for the teacher within the system. So huh. it has a lot of implications. And so I'm just hoping that the discussion is, is, is... As I understand it, it would have started the, the other day with, with the Antigua and Union Union teachers, but they know we have to come to, the executive will have to come to the general body of teachers and sit down and let us iron out the details that the Ministry is proposing for an extension of schooling. That hasn't happened. Certainly, we have to involve the parents, and of course, we have to hear from the children. So, it, it is not, it is not a quick fix. Is yes. going to take some time before we get to the final The final decision. And I'm just trusting that this is not something that anybody would want to hurry because hurry make waste. We want to take our time, do the science, do the research, and make sure that we come up with the best fit for our children and our teachers.
0: Uh, and, and Mr. Powell, uh, in terms of parents, um, uh, what do you think may be on the minds of parents uh, in terms of you know their... Uh, their feelings, their interest. Um, and also as a parent yourself in terms of, you know, w- what you would want, uh, your children to, to get out of if there were to be an extended school day. Um, just give me your thoughts on the matter.
2: Okay. Well, you, as you know, as a parent myself, um, for me, I personally, again, I'm agreeing with the extension of time, right? Um, but it's, it's a peace of mind for me. Um, You know, just knowing that, um, other parents might not fit into my category, right? But, you know, when I'm finished working, you know, just knowing that, you know, I can just go and, you know, my my child is at school from, um, you know, basically until I'm finished, until I'm finished working, it's, it's a, you know, it's a peace of mind for me. So, you know, that's, that's how I feel. Um, I'm not so sure how other parents, Mm. will feel about
0: that mm. i do think that is something that um and I, I did read it in in previous articles on the subject because as i said it's not the first time the the issue has been discussed in Antigua and barbuda uh, of course mr foster roberts had discussed that um, you know previous times but i do think that is a, a a general view that many parents have perhaps not all but many do uh, and of course it 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 comes up against the the issue as we discuss on this panel of um, the fact that of course that puts more pressure on teachers uh, and uh, whether or not uh, you know, you want to, um, as as uh, Mr. Claire Brown said uh, in a 2017 article, uh, you, you don't necessarily want to turn teachers into, into babysitters. Um, if I could go back to Miss um, joshua Nett Francis, just to ask you uh, if I broaden this discussion somewhat as we come to a close. Um, just for your, your feedback uh, from the last year, uh, as we have interacted with COVID-19 and the impact that has had on our education system and on students and teachers and the whole the whole system uh, just give me some sense of your view of how we've been impacted over the last year and and what imperatives we should we should have at this point
3: COVID came and it slapped all of us in the face teachers parents principals the people in the ministry the union nobody expected covid and i genuinely think even from my interaction with students who would have been told that they have to go to summer school teachers and students are tired we are tired because so much that we did not expect that we did not anticipate happened happening has been happening we have been forced and again i teach with a mask it's hard it's harder it's we we already have hot classrooms like there's so much that has changed over the years over the year we are all tired and this is where it is important i can agree with mr roberts saying a lot of planning and we got to use data we cannot just go randomly and make decisions anymore will extending the school day will we still have to be wearing that has to be taken into consideration will people be wearing masks still So is it that from instead of eight to 1.30, you're gonna be wearing a mask till four? How is that? Is that really gonna be effective in teaching and learning? Students are behind. We cannot deny the fact that the students in the upper forms, and this is why I can agree to an extent that if we extend the school day, may be beneficial for the upper form students, they would have lost a lot of time. So giving them that additional time, but again, Mr. Roberts is right. Can we just randomly be like, oh, we lost some time, so we're gonna give them additional time? We cannot. We must look at statistics. They had many surveys, which which teachers had to fill out. Many schools had surveys. They can call in parents. We have Google Forms, we can gather the information and then we can make informed decisions going forward because the last year has been hard. The students who are writing CXC this year, the pressure that they are feeling is different than any other set because they have to write an exam in a, ma- in a mask. They missed so many days of school. Some of their parents were unemployed. A lot has been happening in the world. It is crazy. And if we are to go forth for the upcoming school year, again, Mr. Roberts is right. We must ensure that we plan properly and we cannot just make decisions out of haste. We must use statistics because what is going to happen, teachers are tired students are tired there are some parents who are also tired because we introduced google classroom and a lot of parents and teachers to this day still cannot maneuver the platform properly if we go if we continue without proper research and proper planning People who are already tired are going to be even more tired.
0: Let me, um, just before I come to you, Mr. Foster Roberts, because I want to give you the last word. Let me let me go back to Mr. Mr. Powell, just to ask him a similar question in terms of the impact that COVID-19 has had in relation to uh, children's schooling uh, uh, and what you think our imperatives need to be right now. Mr. Powell, you still with us? You're muted. I'm not sure if you've heard the question. Yeah,
2: sorry about that. I had a little um, connection issue. Uh, Repeat
0: the question for me, please. Uh, Oh, I was asking you uh, to give me your view in terms of how COVID-19 has affected uh, education, uh, your view as a parent in terms of uh, what we need to be uh, thinking about right now, what is most important right now as we uh, adapt in terms of education and the impact that COVID-19 has had.
2: Well, um, okay, well, just like what Mrs. Francis and Mr. Foster are saying, um... You know, we, we know that the educational system has been hit, you know, hard, basically. And, um, I think that we should be focusing on, um, catching up. We have been, we, we dropped back drastically. We need, we definitely need to catch up, but we need to look on the statistics of how everything is going to work. Um, I think Mr. Foster would have put forward, um, a very good, good point, a good view, um, on, what should happen you know let the statistics um speak on the policy speak for the creation of the policies or things that should happen right so that that is my view on, on that right there
0: all right and uh, our final word uh, to mr foster roberts uh the impact of COVID 19 and what our imperatives need to be at this point
1: yeah um let, let me let me just also close by saying that um that that position of of the director of education in 2017 is is very is very clear to all teachers we're not babysitters so parents who are supporting it because they 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 see us keeping their children until four o'clock when they finish working that they don't to us we're babysitters we're professionals and so because we're professionals we ought to be paid as professionals as well so if you're thinking of extending our school day or working day then you got to pay us for the extra time that you that you require us to do the extra work um covid has impacted every single facet of society not just education Every and so recovery <laughs> you speak of recovery of curriculum um i don't know how many teachers would have volunteered for the recovery of the curriculum in in Antigua but I would want to believe I've seen many schools um past past many schools um students are going to school in the daytime but I'm not sure if there's any justice being done because I know that if you were teaching for the last school year and you tell me that come July 25th when we close July 25th when we close that you weren't tired then you probably weren't teaching. Because it, it was just an extra bit of things that we had to do as teachers in order of to, to not only cover the curriculum, but to reach our children. Things that we never never did before, we had to do now as teachers. And sometimes it would have worked out the best in us as well, because now, now teachers are, are, are learning to, to use the... the, the the ICT in the classroom and and, um, enhance the the, the teaching learning process. So there's some good that came out of COVID for education. What I want to suggest going forward is that we need to be guided by data to make decisions for education and not just You know, somebody get up tomorrow and decide that this is what education should be. So even if the administration changes tomorrow, even if the director of education changes tomorrow, that there is a policy that guides education. So it doesn't matter who sits in the seat of director, that there is an educational policy for the country which dictates how many engineers that we want to produce, how many lawyers we want to produce, Look at what is happening now with our education. Everybody wants to be a lawyer. Everybody wants to be accountant. Nobody wants to be an engineer. Wow. We don't have roads to build in Antigua. We don't have buildings to construct in Antigua. So, every time that the government needs to, to construct new roads, we have to go outside to, to get engineers to come in. So, these are some of the sad realities that we have about the system that needs to be addressed. And, it can only be done through the statistics. The decisions are there to be made. Let them be guided by the statistics.
0: And with that, we That's can it. end this segment here. I say thank you to all three of our guests Mr. Foster Roberts, principal of the Autos Comprehensive School, uh, Mr. Joshua uh, Joshua Nett, sorry, Ms. Joshua Nett Francis, a teacher here in Antigua and Barbuda, and also to Mr. Gushon Powell, uh, president of the National Youth Council. Uh, thanks to all three of you for joining us this afternoon.